Point Guard is a production of iHeartRadio. You know, I just felt like I wanted more at that time, and I just felt like the competition wasn't good, uh, wasn't good enough for me, so... Like the first thought was I was gonna have to sit out of your train. <laughs> oh yeah, because you didn't have the grades. <laughs> you wouldn't go here. Yeah, yeah, and then I wasn't taking the SAT, and I was like, oh well, man, we gotta figure something else out there. But something has to work. Yo, guess what? We back. Happy Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I'm not sure and I don't care what day it is you know why because i got my dog here my little bro ladies and gentlemen welcome to another episode of point god the point god podcast on iHeartRadio, presented by slick sports lifestyle and culture Turn the eye to the side. It's a hyphenate. Meaning, we have a hyphenate here. Not only do we have a point God, the definition to me of a point God is someone who has mastered their God given ability and been able to use that to define who they are, their character, their brand, what they give and their vision, their leadership, their wisdom, their knowledge on and off the court. I am your host, Baron Davis, AKA B Diddy, AKA Too Easy. And we are sitting here, ladies and gentlemen, with a young man that I have watched play basketball in LA from the time he was damn near six years old, all the way to the NBA. I'm privileged to know his story. I am privileged to learn more about his story because I've been a fan I've been a witness right and uh, for me I've been been an opportunity for me to kind of like look from a distance ladies and gentlemen the point God Brandon Jennings B. Jennings tough Crowd, yeah, huh? Nah, that's the, crazy. That's the, crazy coming the, from the Godfather. The 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 left hand maestro, the creative focus, the creativity, the spontaneity, the killer mentality, but the life. The life and lifestyle, the style and lifestyle. Brandon Jennings, welcome to the Point Guy Show. Man, thank you. Crowd, where's the crowd at? Look at, oh, there we go. Oh, see, they loving you out here, dog. I'm telling you, you got fans out here. 
I'm a fan. You got fans out here, man. I appreciate you, my dog. No, nah, man, thank you, man. Coming from the godfather yourself, someone <laughs> I looked up to, um, everything you do for the city of Los Angeles on and off the court, you know, definitely has helped me become a better man. And, you know, I know I have a lot more work to do and everything. So it's just an honor to just be here talking to you. Man, it's an honor to have you on this show, bro. Because this show, I get to say, hey, bro, here goes some roses. You know what I mean? How did you discover it? You know what I mean? Like, you know, growing up out here, right? Basketball. When did you see, like, oh, shit, like, this is what I want to do? Probably 13 years old, AAU Nationals. I think for a lot of kids is when you put yourself in those positions, um, you know, playing for SEA, um, you know, always playing in the big games and playing against some of the best competition. So winning the the national championship at 13, I knew right then and there, um, yeah, yeah, this is something that I knew, you know, I could be good at. But, and 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 I and I would say, you know, um, you know what I I, ha- I had another I had another point guard on the show, Sham God, and Sham God like his story like we know Sham God like because uh you know the high school and the hype but like when he was walking me back through his story I did not know that he took basketball seriously in like middle school. You know what I mean? And, you know, to see, like, somebody be so true to his culture, true to, like, his hood. Like, I I feel like for you it was, like, the same thing, like, growing up in Compton, right, being around, like, just shit. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Right? And then to get to a point at, like, you 13 years old and, like, okay, I know that this is what I want to do. You know what I mean? Talk about – talk just talk about, like – the environment, right? And like what what made you gravitate to basketball? Uh well, I grew up in a single parent mother home. Uh just me and my brother. Uh my dad passed away when I was eight. Um so I never really had a father figure. So um I was put into a position where I had to be like the man of the house. So basketball was my way out. Um I wanted to play football but mom wasn't really rocking with it. Right. Um, you know, so but I just found the love for the game of the uh basketball through and one mixtapes, um, through working out with Slappy back in the day. Called Slappy. Um, you know, saying teaching us how to do two ball dribble. So mm-hmm. once I found a rhythm and, you know, I found out that I mean, you know, I found myself comfortable and confident enough to, you know, play basketball. So I just knew it was a way out. Yeah, and like I mean, you know, just growing up, like, especially growing up out here, right? It's like, it's a way in, too. You know what I mean? It's a way in, and it's a way out. And, like, you know, you got to have focus. And I remember seeing you, like, so young, and I was like, God damn, this little motherfucker, he is, like, he is locked in, dude. Mm -hmm. He is locked in. Like, why? Why? It's the only way I could put food on my table. Mm-hmm. Like it was the only way I knew rent was gonna get paid, or you know, I was I was really put in that position of you know, you know yeah, you know, you know, saying young having yeah. to go play 11, 12, 13s, and you know, yeah, that was we win the tournament. That's how we was getting you know food, and how, so yeah, it was for it was for my family. Duh. But that's, I also love that's it, a, yeah, but that's a lot of resp- like I'm watching, bro. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I'm a little older. 
You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I'm sure you watching me like trying to jug and all that mm-hmm. shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you dig know yeah. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But like, we didn't have much. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I'm watching. Like you, you had, you had your your nuclear. You know what I mean? Family. Yeah. But like you didn't have much. Like, you know, people think like L.A. is sweet. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And when they watch like L.A. point guards, you know, for a long time they used to like always feel like, oh, them dudes, you know, Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, they, they, yeah, they never South ever South. like affiliated L.A. point guards with, like, the boys in the hood. You know what I mean? Yeah, or yeah. menace to society. Yeah, yeah. It was like, they probably play basketball, too, but mm-hmm. we always got associated with Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. You know what I mean? And, like, for you coming up, like, at 13, you were, I would say, you were the f- first dude, the first point guard, right? The mm-hmm. first guard that had all the accolades. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. All the hype, you know what I mean. You were like, you're like a like almost like similar to what Stephon Marbury was to New York, but then also similar to what Sham God was to New York. You feel what I'm saying? Because you had like, weirdly enough, like everybody knew Brandon Jennings. You know what I mean? And like you came up with like some dope dudes at the time. Mm -hmm. Like just talk about like at 13, 14, being nationally ranked. You know like. How you know? How was it like navigating that and like mm-hmm. you know? Because you still putting food on the table. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, t- um, man, at thirteen, I mean, you know, that's a time when you know a lot of game violence too was big in the city. Mm-hmm. So you know, you got to gamble with that too. Um, you know, that was a big part of my life too, just being in Compton, Gardena, yep. um, you know, Long Beach, and all these things, going to these places. So. You know, that was a lot of things that we had to fight, too, as youngins, not being able to wear white T-shirts, yeah. not being able to, like, you know what I'm saying? So they were just, um, you know, and then, you know, trying to, you know, play basketball, mm-hmm. you know, make these tournaments, you know, being away from my family, traveling to AAU, just, like, seeing a lot real early. And, um, you know, I take a lot of, um, you, you know, I give a lot of credit to the guys like, you know, Marcus Williams, you know, LB, Poole, uh-huh. uh, Darrell Wright, uh, Trevor Reason, you know, just go on down because they were guys that we looked up to that was around and always kept us around. So, yeah. you know, a lot of that has to do with, our, you know, the older generation around us. Yeah, talk talk about that, man, because, like, it's weird because, you know, growing up in L.A., like, this L.A. basketball scene is just, like, you know, I be trying to describe it to people, but sometimes that shit don't register. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. how would you describe, like, that time, right? Mm-hmm. What was L.A.? If you could describe L.A. basketball, like, what was it like? You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. you was the top dog. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So yeah. what was, like, L.A. basketball like for you? Yeah, so around that time, I was 14, 15, and that's when UCLA was cracking. Um and, you, you know, social media still wasn't big. It wasn't no camera. So it was just you had to know. You had to be nice. And, you know, at that time, it was just like, you know, that was a big moment for me. Like those moments right there, just being young, watching, yeah. um, you know, you guys play, you know, you on one court with Gilbert Arenas, Paul Pierce, and the younger kids over here, like, you know, trying to make our way. So those are times to where it's like, man, like you got to really embrace it, soak it in. And, you know, every time I left that gym, I was right back in my backyard or wherever I had to do working on my game because I seen y'all, like, you know, going going at each other. And then, like, who are, who are you watching on TV at the time? Like, as a young kid, you know, it's like 
It's always like a few people that like you just fuck with and vibe with. Mm -hmm. Who were some of them dudes that, you know, you were watching when you were young? Uh, a lot of Sebastian Telfair, um, Steve Nash, uh, yourself, uh, Gilbert Arenas, um, man, Jason Kidd at that yeah, time, yeah. Um, you, you know, Kobe, of course, mm -hmm. you know, the Lakers, of course, um, you know, Tony Parker, man, you know, Tony guy Parker that, was a lot sick. Of, you know, a lot of people don't oh talk about him. Oh, my God. Can't stand that little <laughs> Frenchie. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, uh, in college, college basketball was big, too. So Marcus Williams at UConn. Yep. Um, man, you know, Jason Williams at Duke. Uh -huh. uh, Raymond Felton at, um, you know, uh, North Carolina. So just a lot. Yeah, it was a lot. It was, like, a, lot you, of you it was are, a lot of good basketball. You are a connoisseur of hoop, though. You know what I mean? Like, you can, you can, you consume basketball like at a high capacity yeah. more than like a lot of motherfucking people I know. Like, yeah. man, why? Like, talk about that. Cause my mom just kept me in the gym. My mom always Real kept shit, me in the gym. Man. Like, my mom kept me in the gym and she kept me around the competition. So, and that was our happiness too, man. Like, you know, that's when. You know, my mom would be happy. I would be happy. Mm -hmm. I would be able to be myself, have freedom. Um, I remember going to the gold mine at the best, uh, best of the West and watching um, Wesley Stokes. Oh, he was um, cold. Yeah, Wesley Stokes was like one of my favorite, like point lefty, guards. Lefty, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Big hair. And yep. man, man, Wesley was like, yeah. yeah he was killer. Wesley too. used to kill people, dude. Yeah. Like, I see that. I like, it's like Wesley Stokes, Kenny Anderson. I see that in your game. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And then I do see, uh, like, the Stefan Marbury. Like, it's like you're, you were like the, you're like the L.A. version of, like, like how Steph could, like, dunk. Mm. Shoot through, shoot from half court. You know what I'm saying? Like, I used to go and watch y'all with, you know, uh, shit, SEA, Dominguez, then, then, then first you go to Dominguez, you kill at Dominguez. Why'd you leave the Domingus? Why'd you leave Dominguez? Cause I don't think a lot of people know. Yo, 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 we gotta tap in real quick. Let's hear a quick word from our sponsors. Then first you go to Dominguez. You kill at Dominguez. Why'd you leave the Domingus? Why'd you leave Dominguez? Cause I don't think a lot of people know uh, yeah. why you left Dominguez. Um I'm a risk taker. Um, in my life, so I just, yes, you are. Um, you know, I just felt like I wanted more at yeah. that time, and I just felt like the competition wasn't good, uh, wasn't good enough for me. So, and I just wanted a challenge. Like yeah. I wanted to get away from my mom. Um, you know, a lot of people don't know. At 16, man, I was getting a lot of whatever I wanted. Yeah. So I never, I didn't really have guidance, or didn't really have to, you know, where. Yeah, about. you play. You know, you played on. You played on the privileged team, yeah. bro. Yeah. You played. Yeah. You know, y'all was getting. Y'all was getting paper. No, for sure, for sure. Man, y'all was getting some for sure. paper. Not, not, not like incriminating no, paper. No, like y'all was getting taken care of. Meaning, like y'all had all the swag. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like y'all, yeah, sure. like and, and also shout out to like Dart. Uh, shout out to Pat Barrett. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Dina. Shout out to all Sean, these dudes. Uh, Sean Brandon. Sean Brandon. Shout out to uh, all these dudes, you know, <clears throat> in this AAU space that was kind of like looking out for us because, you know, Thad, Mike Lewis, Izzy Washington, the great, the legend, Izzy Washington. All these dudes was like 
you know what I mean? Like looking out for us. It was like a real family, bro. And it was like, yo, I ain't got no brothers, but like they're my little brothers. You know what I mean? And like for you, I think like you was coming into like, all right, you was going to dominate L.A. anyway. And then like when you left and went to Oak Hill, that was like a, like, duh, that was a big thing out here. You know what I mean? It was like. Yo, like, who the fuck do that? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Steve Smith wanted me to go to Oak Hill. Mm. He tried me. to give me a Nike camp to go to Oak Hill. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, I mm-hmm. couldn't leave the hood, <laughs> dog. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I get it, dog. I get it. You know, it was it was already too tough. It was already, I was at Crossroads, <laughs> so we was weak. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, shout out. Like, you are a risk taker, right? So talk about being a kid from Compton, right? And like, you know, like you, you like the LA little golden child, like everybody, like we waiting on you to kind of be the next one to like blow, you know, you know, just like take LA out, out, out the moon, you know what I'm saying? And bring that light. And then you, you know, you, you, uh, you switched up on us. No, you moved on, you moved on. Like that was, that was a big move, dog. Cause it's like. You know, usually dudes transfer to schools in L.A. Yeah. Like, you were young and decided, you know, hey, I'm out of here. Like, what yeah. was that about? My situation was just crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, behind the closed doors out, outside of basketball, like, it was just crazy. So, I, A lot um, of pressure. Yeah, a lot of pressure. And, you know, I thank my mom for just even giving me an opportunity to go. Because it, it made me grow up faster. Yeah. Like, you know, I didn't, I didn't have no, like, you know, support. I wasn't able to just hang out with my friends after or anything like that. It was just strictly basketball. So I went there with a purpose and, you know, my I accomplished my purpose. Yeah, and I think like like you being here and like being young, it was almost like you were already treated like an NBA player. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. And so like that shit can be scary for a kid. You know what I mean? Yeah, like we had sure. seen that. I had seen that shit with Shay. Yeah. It was like, and, and certain dudes, like, coming up, them fools was already treated like they was in the league. They got everything they want. Yeah. But at the same time, it was like, they need more mm-hmm. than just like, oh, here's some, you know, let me get them right so they can hoop with me. Like, you know, there's a lot of pressure yeah. when you're in that situation. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. And you're young. And yeah. everybody's telling you what you want to hear. So... Nobody could tell me what I want to hear. It was none of that. Steve Smith didn't have. It was no distractions. Yeah, you know, it was just waking up in the morning. Let's go hoop. And who? And, and, and when you went to Oak Hill, who who was there? Uh, me, Nolan Smith. Um, oh shit! I, yeah, Alex Legent, um, Willie Warren, Malik Story. Um, yeah, Tiny Gallon, um, Trey Tompkins. It was, it was a bu- yeah, bunch of guys. So, so yeah, it was just a bunch of. A lot of guys went D1, some guys went league, but every day, though, it was every day. Like, mm-hmm. you know, the next guy you're going against is a D1 guy. So yeah. it was just that competition that I needed every day. In practice. <clears throat> and also, uh, and then what was it like playing for Steve Smith? Because he did recruit me. I, yeah. I, I wonder what it would have been like. Steve, Steve Smith is a point guard coach. He loved guards. Oh, so I would have had a good yeah, time. Yeah, for sure. The ball, oh, the ball's in your hand every time. Um, you're taking most of the shots. You're making all the plays, and you're never coming out the game. I should have went to Oak Hill, yeah. bro. And it's only eight players, so you got to be in shape. <laughs> You're not coming out. Bro, I, I, I should have went to Oak Hill. Shout out to Steve Smith. He recruited me at Nike camp. But I was like, yo, I cannot. It, it's an all-boys school, right? 
No, yeah, co-ed. But, oh, and it's, like, all the way in the middle of nowhere, Yeah, right? it's in the mountains. Like, the nearest thing is, like, a McDonald's and a Walmart, which is 45 minutes. <laughs> oh, no, I'd have been yeah. arrested. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. I'd have got arrested for sure for yeah. just yeah. leaving campus or some shit. Could yeah. you leave campus? No, nah, no. Nah, it's like Saturday school, and then you got to go to church on Sunday. Sometimes oh, you can leave man. campus, but. I go to church. Yeah. So hey, like either I would have wound up being a preacher there. Or, or joining, or joining, or, or, or joining the service for sure. It's only an hour. But I, I like, I like, kind of like that, that, that discipline. You know what I mean? Like, if let's say basketball, you didn't have basketball, right? How would your life be different? Yo, you know what time it is. You know this show wouldn't be where it is if it wasn't for our sponsors. Let them have it. If, let's say, basketball, you didn't have basketball, right? How would your life be different? Um, I would have to go to school. Like, I didn't have to really, like, I would have to really take more focus on my education at that time. Yeah. Um, you know, the reason why I went to, you know, couldn't go to college was because of my SAT yeah. score. So, I... You wasn't even tripping on school, huh? No, I wasn't because (laughs) (laughs) you know (laughs) they was treating you like like I'm serious, bro. You were like you did not like it wasn't like you was straight, bro. I never seen a kid so focused. Mm -hmm. Remember we had the camp. Uh, yeah, uh-huh. and, 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 uh, yeah and we was on the same yeah, team. For sure, we won it. Yeah, yeah uh-huh. I had to pick you, dog, because I was like, yeah. all right, I'm out of shape, and he the best. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He wanted, yeah. he the best guard here that's gonna compliment my game, so we can win. You know my camp because I can't lose my camp. But it was you, dog. It was like, and yeah. this fool did not like break stride. You was just like. Phew. Laser focus. I was like, yo, yeah. what the fuck wrong with this kid? Like, is he like, you know what I mean? Like, I was like, yo, you are, like, you made me realize, like, shit, like, this young generation, like, you was almost like, dog, I'm coming for you. Mm-hmm. Whoever. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like you was really, like, you had it in your eyes, like, yo, dog, like, I cannot wait to square up with BD. And I'm like, damn, dude, I need him on my team, dude. I picked you right on my team. We won that shit, too. Yeah. But it was like, just that pressure, bro. But you was out there. You was mixing, yo. Yeah. I mean, I just feel like in life, man, anything you love, you can't take for granted. Yeah. So go hard at it. Like, yeah. go hard. Put 100% in regardless if you fail. Take an L. Just keep going. Man. Like, if you're a risk taker, you shouldn't even be. shouldn't ever hurt. So, O'Kill, right? Like, y'all had a whip, right? Y'all playing against the best in the country. What what uh where did y'all finish uh that year with Oak Hill? Uh so my junior year we won the whole thing. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah. So that's why and that was a personal year for me because everybody was talking, you know, yeah. You know, everybody was talking and doubting me and saying, Oh, he gonna come back, he gonna be so yeah. winning it that year. But I think we went forty and one and we won the whole thing. So that's killer. Yeah. And then like talk about walking into Oak Hill, right? Yeah. yeah. Oak Hill is point God high school. Talk about all the point guards. When you look at the wall, you're like, damn, I didn't know he went here. Who are all of some of the guards that went there before you? So uh, first point guard I asked about when I first got there was, I said, I, I asked Steve Smith, I said, who's the best point guard to come here? He said, 
probably Ross Strickland. I said I'm gonna be the. I said I will be the best point guard when I leave. When I leave, Killer. but but I I respect it. So um, <laughs> Ross Strickland, um, Steve Blake, uh-huh. uh, Rajon Rondo, wow, um, Ty Lawson, wow, um, man, Marcus Williams, wow, uh, man. Did Marcus Williams have anything to do with you going to Oak Hill? Yes, he did. He did. Yes, he did. Yes, yes, he did. He, yeah, he actually had a lot to do with it. Because Marcus Williams, yeah, Marcus Williams was Oak Hill to UConn. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah. I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I, yeah. I always felt, you know, like that that was that was an interesting route for him. You yeah. know what I mean? It worked he out. He low key and, like the first one to do it. Yeah, from, he was the other, first one to do yeah. it. And well, then, high key, high key, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then you come right behind him, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, at Oak Hill, and then you take it to a hall. Did he win one? No, uh, no, no. And well, no. come on, because I went for two years. So oh, my yeah. my junior year, I won it. My second year, I just won all the national awards. Like I just won every player national player of the year. Yeah, player of the year for sure. Naismith senior the, year. Yeah, Naismith player of the year. Naismith player of the year. McDonald's. McDonald's. Parade. Parade. Damn. Yeah, all that. Yeah. Clean sweep. Yeah, for sure. Watch out, everybody. Clean sweep. Who was in the McDonald's game with you? Oh, uh, man, a lot of great players. Tariq Evans, uh, Kimball Walker. Killer. Um, Greg Monroe. Killer. Uh, DeMar DeRozan. Killer. Uh, Willie Warren. Um, oh, I remember Willie Warren. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Um, man, Drew Holiday. Okay, killer. Uh, man, yeah, a lot of players. A lot. A lot of uh, a lot of uh, West Coast dudes too. Yeah, me, Demar, Drew, Larry Drew. Larry Drew played in the game too. Yeah, so a lot of LA. That was crazy because like that LA like that, yeah, like you and Demar. Right in that class, like it's like this, like y'all. F- he got a movie to his life, and you definitely got a fucking movie to your mm-hmm. to your life. And it's like y'all meeting up in the McDonald's. I ain't, I ain't, I forget y'all was in the same class. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you know everybody picking colleges and shit mm-hmm. like that. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. But like you being a uh, you know Mister uh, Visionary, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, mm-hmm. and having foresight. Uh, what schools were recruiting you at the time? So first, in the 10th grade, I had verbally committed to USC. That's mm-hmm. when Tim Floyd was there. That's when O.J. Mel came and yeah, you know, yeah, everybody yeah. came there. So everybody was on the bandwagon to go to USC. So then I decommitted from um, USC when I went to Oak Hill, and it was between UConn and Arizona. I'd like to see you at Arizona. Yeah, so I was so I was ready to commit to Arizona, and then Lou Olson had retired. Remember that? Yes. Yeah, stepped down. So then I was kind of like, uh, can't do it. You know, I can't really do it. So. And then uh, <clears throat> UConn, who was the coach there? Kevin Ali? No, Jim Calhoun. Jim Calhoun was. So it was between me and Kimba. And then when I was like, I'm going to Arizona, then. That's yeah. when he went to UConn. <clears throat> yeah. So it all worked out. <laughs> Hell yeah. Everybody, every, but you didn't go to college though. Yeah, that's why I said it all worked out. Yeah, where'd you, I mean, you know, you, you said, so you decided. I'm not going to go to college. Yes. I'm going to take my talents and go overseas. N- that wasn't the first thought. The first okay. thought was, what the hell am I going to do now? Yeah. <laughs> like, the first thought was, I was going to have to sit out a year train. And oh, yeah, because you didn't have the grades. You yeah. wouldn't go here. Yeah, yeah, and then I wasn't taking to- SAT. And I was like, oh, well, man, we got to figure something else out there. But something has to work. <laughs> so, Sonny Vaccaro got on the phone with Michael Thompson. Um, they were doing a radio show, the sports radio show at the time. 
Um, and Sonny was saying, I don't know why kids just don't go overseas and get paid and try something different and take a risk. And then that's how it happened. And I called like, Sonny. Yeah. I, I called Sonny right away. I said, yo, I'm in. Sonny flies me to Vegas. Boom, I go to Vegas. Um, he, um, who's the guy that has the Vegas? Uh, Joe. Joe Bunazar. Yeah, Joe Bunazar, right? That's when he has the little warehouse. Mm -hmm. And Sonny was like, yo, all right. So JR, is JR Smith there? Um, it's a bunch of like overseas guys. It's, it's, it's crack and run. So, yeah. So and then like, JR Smith, he's about to go pro out of high school. No, no, no. J he no. was already in the league. Uh -huh, JR yeah. older than you, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. JR was in Denver at this time. Got That's it. when he was on the Denver team. So we planned, and Sonny was like, yo, go do your thing. And it was like five scouts out there. I was either going to Israel, Spain, or, or Rome. So I was. we were on our way to Israel because, uh -huh. you know, we were talking about the city. But then my mom was like, nah. like. And then, um, yeah, I met with Dan Bodoroda. Uh -huh. um, you know he does you know you, yeah, you know, yeah, you know yeah. he's known for yeah. doing the sham guy too mm -hmm. uh a lot so i met with him and he was like yeah let's go to rome and then we was off to rome next week just like that and then i ended up signing with undarmer wait hold on hold on hold on you balled out yeah and then you made a decision after after that did they make offers yeah they made offers yes so yeah. all three teams made offers uh two teams yeah. okay yeah and it was between it was between Israel and Rome. And, Rome. Mm -hmm. and you said y'all gathered up and you was like, yo, I'm going to Rome. Yeah. It was me, Bill Duffy. And it was and, and it was nothing that you had read about Rome because you didn't go to class. So. <laughs> no. I'm just fucking no, I mean, no, it's the truth. No, it's the but truth. Rome, it's the truth. Rome, you're like, I would have picked Rome too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. Like, shit, I heard about Rome. I'd have no. picked Rome too. So it wasn't like you weren't tripping on the hoop. You was just like, fuck it. I'm just either Israel or Rome. Pick one. Yeah. yeah. My mom, and then the reason why I was Rome, because my mom was like, Israel, you know, you can't see their faces. So at that time, <laughs> you know, we was young. You know what I'm saying? I was young and about the country. I'm like, oh, well, hell no. Nah. Like, you know, we start thinking, you know, all type of, you know, so my mom was like, no, nah, we just go to Rome. So I was like, cool. <laughs> yeah, my mom was not. Oh man. Yeah. oh man, I gotta put that in the episode of WTF. Ladies and gentlemen, we will be back for part two of the risk taker, the point guard, the maestro, the thread. Mr. Thread the Needle, the designer, the hyphenate, Brandon Jennings. We're going to Europe when we come back. Like, who, when you came into the league, like, who are the point guards or the point gods? you were like looking up to at the time and then like what are some of those moments where you're like oh shit like this is different you know what I mean mm -hmm. um man I'll have to say training camp training camp was you know training camp for a rookie at that time yeah. Scott Skiles uh, Luke Ridenauer, uh Michael Red, Kirk Thomas Jerry Stackhouse Point God is a production of iHeartRadio. 
For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.